Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 69 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Did you know that many Love Food Podcast listeners have written to me trying to find new tools to not eat because of their tough emotions? Do you ever eat because of emotions? You know, the ones that are just too tough to tolerate. Well, I have a letter today from someone who has actually found some tools that work for her to be able to not emotionally eat as often. She's found some ways in the moment to do something else. And she's really happy about that. But yet now she's wondering something else. Now she's like feeling all these feelings, all the feelings. What do you do now? You know, what do you do once you have a way to not eat in response to emotions, but you're feeling all these tough emotions? Do you have to feel them? Do you have to keep doing that? Or can you sometimes check out? Well, I look forward to exploring this issue. And first, I want to say thank you to this episode's sponsor. Are you interested in starting a private practice? 
I'm excited to share with you the Pursuing Private Practice Masterclass eCourse. It has all the answers. I started my private practice back in 2004, and it was a mess. I had no idea how to do any of the business things. I didn't have a business degree. I really just wanted to help people. And so there were so many details that exhausted me and had me spinning my wheels. I wish I would have had this course. It would have saved a lot of time and heartache and probably saved me a lot of money. So this course gives you everything you need in order to get started. There's 10 modules full of information for starting and growing your business. There's also a 28-page workbook to go along with the course, and it gives you a personalized plan. And if you're a registered dietitian, there's also a continuing education. Very exciting. So if you want to find out more, go to juliedillonrd.com forward slash private practice masterclass. The woman behind this really cool e-course is friend of the Love Food Podcast, Jennifer McGurk. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you probably have heard her name a few times. Jennifer is a friend and colleague of mine. She's the one that I presented with at Fency. Uh, Fency is the Super Bowl for dietitians. And there's like 10,000 dietitians that go to this conference every year. And I got to present with her on the hidden faces of eating disorders. She also is a featured expert in episode 10 of the Love Food Podcast, where we got a letter from someone who was identifying as a clean eater and found it was really hard to still hang out with her family. And so Jennifer gave us some really good information on how to move forward. So I want you to check out this new class from her if you're hoping to start a private practice now or in the future. And something really cool that I have is I have a very secret special code that can give you 10% off. So when you go to check out, use the code BOSS, B-O-S-S, and you will get 10% off. So to get access to the course, go to juliedillonrd.com forward slash private practice masterclass. Are you looking for more ways to experience peace with food and your body? Well, I want to help. I want to be your partner on your journey towards food peace. Get access to tools and tips that I only send out in my email newsletter. It goes out every Tuesday and you can get that by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash side up. All right, let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, our relationship has had a long and rocky path. When I was four years old, I loved you so much, and I was a happy, chubby little girl. My mother, however, was terrified that you were making me fat, and she tried to restrict my eating and shame my body thin again. When I turned six years old, I suddenly stopped liking you food, and the war switched in the opposite direction fighting in anguish every night while being forced to finish my plate. I lived in a very emotionally unstable home and a raging fight was constantly around the corner. Although I didn't understand it at the time, while still not liking you, I started to use you to soothe my emotions. Sneaking cookies out of the refrigerator and eating them still frozen, drinking cream straight from the container while hoping nobody would catch me in the act. I knew no other way to cope, and I know that you served me well in those times. As I grew older, and as puberty hit, my emotional eating escalated, which started to affect my weight. To solve this problem, I started dieting and landed myself with bulimia instead. 
The war against you food continued, but I was getting so tired of fighting. When I was still in high school, I found out about intuitive eating, and I felt that this could be my way out of the war. I have been on this journey to befriend you for many years now, and I feel like we are becoming quite a team. I truly love you again, food. Although I have a problem still. Lately, I have been working on understanding my emotional eating, asking myself if I can try to cope with my feelings without your help. Often I can, and I try to ride out those emotions. I'm realizing now, though, that throughout my life, I learned not to feel my emotions at all. As I now try to embrace them, I feel like they are invading my life. Anxiety, like a big black spider, sits on my chest most of the day. I try to let it be, try to allow it, but to what use? I know I don't need your help to fight these emotions anymore, food, but what should I do instead? Do I really need to feel all this or is it okay if I turn them off again? Please, food, what do I do without you? Sincerely, overtaken by emotion. Such powerful words. What a tough road for you and your relationship with food, letter writer. Thank you for writing. And I'm honored to be your partner on your food peace journey for the next few minutes. I was thrilled to read that you found intuitive eating when you were pretty young. That's honestly miraculous. Not many high schoolers have access to such important information. And if you're new to intuitive eating or you haven't heard of it before, intuitive eating is a book and concept that was dreamed up and re- has been researched by two dietitians named Evelyn Triboli and Elise Rush. It's a way of experiencing food without rules, but rather these guiding principles that help people to use their own internal wisdom. So feelings of hunger and fullness and satiety to determine how much and what to eat. And it also is relying on that and learning to trust that. And when a person wants to eat outside of that to find other ways to cope. If you want to hear from one of the authors, Evelyn Triboli, I was honored to have her as an expert guest on the Love Food Podcast. And it was in episode 62. So check it out if you want to learn more about intuitive eating. We'll also put a link to the book and their workbook in the show notes for you. So for you, letter writer, something that I want to just remind you, and I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but the way I look at our relationship with food is that I I think it mirrors how we relate to the world, how we relate to other people, how we relate to our feelings. Um, It just basically is this mirror of how we are relating to the universe. And as intuitive eating became second nature for you, I appreciate it's going to show up in other areas of your life as well. You may be wondering what I mean by all that. And to explain it, I want to use a story. So I remember when I was learning how to type on a keyboard, I was in high school in the early 90s. So we didn't have really computers yet. So it was on a typewriter but that's a moot point. It doesn't really matter. But I remember learning how to type on a keyboard and I had to find the home row 
each time I put my hands on the keyboard, each time I would put the fingers on individual ones, I had to think about where my fingers were. And then I had to try to look at the keys. Although my teacher didn't want us looking at the keys. She wanted us just to try to use sight or just not sight rather. She wanted us to use um, the, the feeling of the keys in order for us to know how to type. And I was really mad about that. I wanted to look at the keyboard, but she was a stickler. And if she noticed that you were looking at the keyboard, you got points taken off. And every once in a while, I would think I had my keys correctly um, touching each fingertip, but I accidentally had shifted the home row a little bit. And so all the letters would be off. And it was kind of cool because a teacher, she wouldn't take off like for every single key. She just had this like, I don't know, like 10% off if you just started on the wrong spot on home row. (laughs) So it was almost kind of a better way to do it anyway. But I remember as I learned how to type, and this was like a whole semester, and I remember like thinking about words outside of typing class and thinking about where they would be on the keyboard. Um, I don't think I was obsessed with it in a pathological way, but I found myself thinking about it a lot. And I would be talking to other people or laying down to sleep at night and I would think of words and where they would be on the keyboard. I was thinking about them a lot. And then I got to the point where I got really good at it and it kind of became kind of fun. Although I still had to think about it and um, every once in a while felt like I need to take a peek. And of course now it's been um, 20, 30 years um, since I've taken a typewriting class and I don't even think about typing. I just do it. It just happens. And I feel like our journey for through intuitive eating and relearning how our body communicates its hunger, its fullness, its satiety cues, is going to look very similar to that. And I think also as we learn how to tolerate emotions without food, it's going to look very similar to that. So in the beginning for you, letter writer, and anyone else who is identifying with this same kind of experience, I know there are many of you listening who can identify with this experience. Every time though that you experience an emotion that normally would have triggered you to have an eating experience, either a crave a binge or crave to not eat or to overexercise or do some kind of behavior related to the eating disorder, I know that there's going to feel like a hyper kind of awareness that, oh, this is one of those feelings that would have led me to that. It may feel like there's almost that obsession with it. And I want to remind you, when I was thinking about the keyboard and wanting to um, pick the, the letters where my fingers would go when I would type certain words just randomly throughout the day, I wasn't obsessed with it. I was just learning a new skill. And I think that it'll be the same for you. You may feel more obsessive about it and may feel overbearing and it may be a hyper-awareness for a while. That's okay. That's because you're learning it. So keep that in mind. Like keep practicing and keep relying on your intuitive eating skills with food because the more you um, experience that kind of flexibility with your body and with food, it is going to mirror in other areas of your life, including emotions. So you did ask though, letter writer, if you always need to feel all of these feelings, you mentioned anxiety in particular. And it's one of those annoying things where I'm going to say it depends. And it's a yes and a no. (laughs) So what I mean by that is I think it's important to be aware of your feelings. And I think it's an important to get to know them and to know where they're coming from, what message they have. 
it's important to acknowledge them and to not try to stuff them down or ignore them. Whenever I think about the experience of ignoring emotions, I'm reminded of an experience I had many years ago when I was doing my training as a mental health counselor. I had the privilege of interning at um, a place associated with hospice in my area that in particular helped children who were experiencing grief. And my role was as a grief counselor. And one of the things we did often is we drew volcanoes. And we talked a lot about the emotions that were typical and normal and expected with the grief process. And a lot of the the children that we worked with were kids who were experiencing um, challenges with the grief and maybe acting out in school or um, having uh, behavior concerns that alerted people to um, seek out assistance with it. And so for a lot of these children, they were experiencing all these feelings, but they were maybe told or not given permission to really experience them. And they weren't really taught how to experience them or they weren't uh, modeled how to experience them. And so they just stuffed them down as far as they could. And then eventually, just like a volcano who that never releases, eventually they exploded into these behaviors that they really wouldn't be their for, first choice. <laughs> and so what we taught the kids to do is to make little holes in the volcano and find things to help release the feelings. You know, I know it's kind of a juvenile way of thinking about it, but I do encourage people to always have ways to release and experience the feelings in a way that feel really safe to help you process them. So for you, letter writer, what that brings up for me is I hope you're working with a therapist or a counselor and helping you to find these tools for you and helping you to process a lot that you have experienced in your day. And as you're maybe looking into working with a therapist, something in particular that I think is really important, from reading your letter, you experienced a tremendous amount of trauma when you were a child. There was a tremendous amount of chaos, and you were also told that you weren't acceptable. And that literally is a trauma. And I think it's important for you to just honor that, the seriousness of it. And so when we've experienced a trauma, our body can hold on to that and it needs to be processed. And thankfully, we have counselors now that can help with processing trauma. So as you're looking for a therapist, I would encourage you to find one that says that they um, also work with trauma so they can help you with that. And what you may find is some of those feelings, like you mentioned anxiety, some of it may feel stuck there and it's not really progressing because of the trauma related to it. So I wonder if you did trauma work, if it would help it move and um, not feel so stuck in your body. What I have to say next may surprise you because I am a big fan of being aware of your feelings and to notice where they're coming from and maybe the message that they have for you. I also appreciate that sometimes being aware all of the time is exhausting. And, you know, if I'm going to work and I'm feeling really, really sad and depressed, it's going to be really hard for me to just cry at work because <laughs> I have things to do. You know, there's times where we have to just distract ourselves. And as long as we're not relying on them and we're not letting the feelings build up, I think it's really important to have some distracting techniques. 
And that's the other thing I would encourage you to do. Maybe as you're trying to find the right type of counselor for you and as you're mastering intuitive eating to also have five or six types of um, ideas for yourself that help you distract yourself in those moments to make it just a little bit more tolerable. So letter writer, I see food has written you back. Before we go, I want to say thank you to this episode's sponsor, the Pursuing Private Practice Masterclass e-course. You can go to my website and find out more, juliedillonrd.com forward slash private practice masterclass. And be sure to use our secret code at checkout and it's BOSS, B-O-S-S, and you get 10% off. Thank you so much, Letter Writer. I really appreciate your words. I know they're going to resonate with so many people and really just writing them down and letting us listen to them. I know you've already helped someone feel a little less ashamed of their experience because they're on the exact same path as you right now. Keep us posted and take care. Dear Overtaken by Emotions. We have been on quite a long, bumpy journey together. Thank you for writing. And we're not sure we have much insight on tolerating those tough emotions. We do know they've been in your body for a very long time and they have a message for you. We encourage you to be compassionate to what the emotions are saying and be patient with these new steps towards deeper awareness. We know this next part of your journey will be exhausting. And we encourage you to partner up with a guide who gets this part and can be a compass towards your peace. They have the map and can fuel you back home. Love, food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.